Jesus name. Good morning on SoundCloud. We're at Faith and Freedom Christian Center now on SoundCloud. That's a type of podcast you can listen to just audio during the week. And um, amen forever. God's so good and so gracious. Amen. Thank you for the beautiful worship. Thanks, Miss Kayla. Doesn't the drum set sound great? It's our new drum set. Dad on drums. Thanks, Dad. Praise God. We're, we're coming together. This feels like the first official service. I know I said it last week, and I'll probably say it next, but it feels like the first official service. You're also blessed, highly favored, and loved. We love you guys. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you. Where two or three are gathered, you're right here in our midst. I thank you for a fresh word in season, that your word is always living, and that, Jesus, you're the high priest and minister of the body of Christ and your church. So I thank you for living words from you, our master and messiah. In Jesus' precious name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 The title of this service is Dispatching Angelic Help. Dispatching Angelic Help. This is our fourth service here on Sunday. And we're going to go to the book of Hebrews 1 and 2. If you'd like to turn there with me. Also rhymes with Shebrews. If you need help finding it. Hebrews chapters 1 and chapters 2. Dispatching Angelic Help. While we're turning there, yesterday, missiles were launched at Israel, which is about nearly 50 years to the day of their last war in 1973, the Yom Kippur War. Uh, first time to declare war since 1973. I think uh, if you do, just look around just for a little bit. You can kind of tell we're in the last days, amen? Time for people to get in their Bibles, make sure their salvation's secure as Jesus is about to arrive for his bride, a glorious church. There's still work to be done. Jesus said that once the gospel is preached to every nation, every creature has a chance to hear the good news, whether they receive it or not. Then shall the end come. Then he's returning for his bride, a glorious church, without spot and without wrinkle. Amen forever. Aren't you glad for the blood of the Lamb? I sure am. I know I am. John 16, 5, if you... Go there as well and hold your place in Hebrews. Let's start it off like this in prayer, which the church is built on. We'd like to come in an agreement as we already have over Israel, but now we're a collective body and there's power in numbers as we gather together. The scripture is evident of that. Don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together, especially as you see the day approaching. So there's power in numbers and power in agreement. So we agree over Israel for peace in Jesus' name. And we bind the enemy over God's nation. We bless Israel. We thank you for a transformation there that's starting right now. Just like you've been working and doing in America, building a firm foundation in bedrock. And you ain't gonna let the enemy have the last say. We give you praises for free nations. We worship you for that. And thank you and bless your people there that are in covenant with you. There's always been wars in Israel. Always wars from the Palestinians, the Gaza Strip. But we bless your people, those in covenant. I thank you for a mighty spirit-filled Christian church in Israel, even in the heart of the city, that can pray ahead of time and divert things and tactics of the enemy before they ever take place. Thank you for making us a praying people and Holy Spirit for showing us things to come 
so that we don't have to react as the world does. Thank you for keeping us ahead of time, praying from our position where we're seated in heavenly places and that there's no time in the spirit. Thank you for a life of prayer you've called every believer to, to avoid destruction and catastrophe before the enemy can actually do it, for his hands are bound. We give you the glory and all the praises. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 John 16, 5, Jesus told us, the Holy Spirit shall show you things to come. And then when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he told his disciples, watch and pray, watch and pray. So you can pray with your eyes open, that means. But praying will show you things in the spirit and things to come, amen? Praying long durations in the Holy Ghost will show you things that you can intercede for so that they'll never take place even, amen? So say I'm ahead of time because where I'm seated, where Jesus sat me in himself, far above, I'm scriptural. There's a lot of there's a lot of past tenses into the nows. I'm King James on it. Sat and seated, sat. We'll sit. We'll have sat. <laughs> Aren't you glad he is the I am? <laughs> I am the I am. Think about that one. But he shows us things to come, and he told us his disciples, watch and pray. So praying in the Holy Spirit shows you things to come and reveals mysteries to you. You pray mysteries to the Father every time your spirit prays, Paul the Apostle says. Then we have our verse in the Old Testament in which every New Testament man preached from the Old Testament, including Jesus. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, say my people, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Now he's not talking to the world. He's talking to his people turning from their wicked ways. That's revival. When God cleanses the church, that's revival. And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then, say then, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin, their sin, the church's sin, his people sin, and will heal their land. Statistically, more people come to Jesus and get saved in times of peace than in times of war. Healing takes place during peaceful times, don't you agree? Not when you're anxious or turmoiled or upset or frantic, but healing takes peace, place, and restoration takes place in times of rest, hence restoration, amen. So we're called to pray to preserve the land and to keep it in peace, amen? That's why we started the church here with three prayer meetings during the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at noon, so that we can be ahead of schedule, amen? And it's time for some extreme Christianity. There's extremists in other religions, Islam included, that play, pray three to five times a day every day of their lives to their God. Then there's an, a radical sect that will even strap C4 to their chest and blow themselves up in the name of their God. They're extreme in their faith. They're extreme in their religion. But it's gonna take some extreme radical Christians to stand up and do the works of Christ 
and to humble themselves and pray every day to see great change. That's what took down walls of communism, prayer. Brother Hagin was involved in that, in his prayer meeting. That's what happened with the Asbury revivals. Just eight people stayed after church, eight kids, and just prayed. So prayer is the backbone of the church, and it's the backbone of revival. And without prayer, there's no protection, and there's no healing or restoration for our land. Amen forever. Say, I'm a prayer warrior. God rewards prayer. You may be praying in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will pray through you, and you end up with a new Cadillac or a new car. God will slip in the desires of your heart as you pray to him for his desires. Amen? And let him pray through you. So let's all pray in the spirit. If you don't, don't worry. It's scriptural. <laughs> don't run away. We love you. <laughs> Praying in the Holy Ghost and in the gift of other tongues was promised to every believer in the upper room, which we have an upper room here in the book of Acts. All tongues of fire fell upon all 120 of them. And then Paul says, I wish you all pray in other tongues. That's to the church at large. So Father, we bless you and come into agreement in one accord over Israel specifically and over this nation since they are tied together. And we bless them both. Bless you, Father. If you want that gift and want to receive it right now, more of heaven in you, just raise your hand to heaven and say, Holy Spirit, fill me fresh. Fill me to overflow with the gift of speaking in new tongues. There it is. Praise God. It starts in your belly like rivers of living water and come through your own mouth and two lips. Being prayed up and filled up with the Holy Ghost separates the believer from the Christian, separates the disciple from the Christian. We bless your name, Lord Jesus, and thank you, Holy Spirit, for dispersing your gifts, all nine of them, to every believer who receives you. We bless you and thank you for it. What a fun gift, what a good gift to pray to God all day under your breath and nobody knows you're praying. What a gift to take into the marketplace, into your job, into your church, into your home. People of prayer. So we thank you for healing our land as we commit to prayer and healing Israel. Thank you for sudden and swift restoration, setting up a new government. The government is upon his shoulder, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's placed us here to bring it to earth. Thank you, Lord. Worship your holy name forever. Amen forever. And now go with me to Hebrews where we started. Hebrews chapter one, if you will. Staying on line with angelic help and dispatching angels. Since that's our job. Say, that's my job. Hebrews chapter 1. 
Let's just stretch our hand toward the children's ministry so we can hear this message clearly. <laughs> Father, we bless those in quarantine over there. In Jesus' precious name. A mass-free quarantine room. And we thank you for them. <laughs> and we bless them with perfect peace from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. We thank you for their lives. Thank you for their spirits. Thank you for the anointing in this place to come upon them and transform them as it transforms us. We give you praises for them and anyone who dares enter in with them. In Jesus' name. If you heard that, say amen. 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 Hebrews chapter 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days, say last days, well, if it was last days then, <laughs> which if you have a King James Version, it actually says Paul the Apostle, the Hebrews, by Paul the Apostle. So scholars are pretty much in agreement that Paul the Apostle wrote Hebrews, just like every pastor I've talked to. So Paul the Apostle says, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, say all things, through whom also he made the worlds. What? Through whom, the Son, also, he made the worlds, plural. There's more than one world. Amen. Hubble just, Hubble's given us a great glimpse. Have you watched pictures on Hubble Space Telescope? I do. You just see the hand of God. It's amazing. And the Bible says that he placed the stars in the sky and calls them all by name. That's a big God. My, my. We haven't even seen the other worlds yet who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, God the Son, representing God the Father completely. When you watch Jesus, you see God. And upholding all things by the word of his power, upholding all things by the word of his power, our lives included, are upheld by the word of his power, all humanities are upheld by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels. So much better than the angels. This is talking about Jesus, the son. And as he has, try saying that three times fast, like I did this morning, as he has, by inheritance, obtained a more excellent name than they. So the name of Jesus is above the name Gabriel. The name of Jesus is above the name Michael. The name of Jesus is above the name Mary. We worship Jesus. He's the name above all names because the Father gave him his name as the only begotten Son of God. For to which of the angels did he ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. I want you to notice how much Old Testament Paul preaches here in the book of Hebrews brings it from Psalms and out of the mouth of David. You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. Billy Graham's ministry changed when the Lord started dealing with him about scripture in his services. And he vowed before the Lord that 70% of his sermons would be word. He had at least 70 verses in every sermon. If you go back and listen to him when he switched over at one point 
and that's what brought in the multitudes. That's what did the job, was having his sermons equipped with the word of the living God. And it does the job today for anyone who equipped themselves with it. Can I get an amen? Who makes his angels spirits. Sorry. I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn, verse 6, into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. Those tongues of fire that fell upon each one's angels were assisting in that work. Amen. Ministers of flame of fire. Paul the Apostle also says, when you pray in the unknown tongue, you speak in the language of men and of angels. Angels understand when you pray in tongues. And those are the only messengers I need here in me, not the devil and his band. How about you? I want the angel of heaven hearing my prayer language and receiving it and bringing it right back up to the Father and bringing his answers and his voice right back down to me. Can I get an amen? Messenger angels are on assignment. Warrior angels, in which Michael the archangel is in charge of. Gabriel's in charge of the messenger angels. We see that through scripture. They're all on assignment as you pray in their language. Who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the sun, he says, your throne, O God, calls the sun God. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. For you have loved righteousness. Say loved righteousness. This is Jesus. And we're called to be just like Jesus. You've loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Say hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, therefore, when you see a therefore, circle it, stop right there and ask what it's there for. Brother Hagen used to say, therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Say gladness, not sadness. Your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So you may want to highlight that and just note a holy hatred for sin and a holy love for righteousness equals gladness a holy hatred for sin and a holy love for righteousness in God equals gladness this verse tells me that Jesus went about everywhere he went with joy gladness and happiness in his ministry not sadness despondency broke poor sick like many Christians still think they have to live to copy him we see that wasn't the case for Jesus he lived a victorious life on earth. Why? Because he was filled with the same word we have access to. He was the word who became flesh and dwelt among us. No word, no victory. No word, no faith. So we have to be sure to keep our word level up. And that brings us into the joy of the Lord because he is his word. No joy, no word. And it's so easy because we have so many of these to go to. You can go to any Barnes & Noble or bookstore and just grab one off the shelf and get filled with the word for free. You don't have to buy one in America, amen? Just go open and read it and get filled on your morning job or commute. Amen. <laughs> with the oil of gladness, more than your companions, more than anyone around them. Because he hated sin and loved righteousness. We can expect the same results. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. Who did? The foreman, the commander-in-chief, 
Jesus Christ laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. What a quintessential verse for Christian living. Everything else will perish around me, but he remains forever. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. I can build my life upon this rock named Jesus Christ. And they will all grow old like a garment, the earth and everything you see around you. Like a cloak, you will fold them up. Just like a piece of clothing you fold and put away in your dresser drawer. So God's going to do with the earth and all the elements. Fold them up just like a t-shirt. That's how big God is. And put them away. But the sun remaineth forever. And they will all be changed. Just like you change your clothes. I hope. <laughs> and they will all be changed. But you are the same. And your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? These are all Psalms. These are all scriptures Paul the Apostle is using here to teach the New Testament church with. Are they not all ministering spirits? If you don't have this verse highlighted in your Bible, you need to have this highlighted. Even Billy Graham wrote a book on angels. God gives insight into this area because it's very needed especially as we see the day approaching as wars and rumors of wars are spreading and will increase. Are they not all ministering spirits? Serving spirits, that means. Minister means servant. Serving spirits sent, to forth, sent forth to minister for those. That's crucial. Please circle for those and not to those. This verse says, you're in charge of angelic hosts on planet Earth. Say all. all. All angels. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Did you inherit salvation? Then you're in charge and you're a boss now. You're an employer now on planet Earth. And you employ angels with the word of the living God and through praying in unknown tongues. And they understand English, too. And they can go through walls. And they can go down when you're diving underwater, too, and protect you there. When you speak a thing and decree it, it shall be established, the book of Job says. Angels are attending to your word. And as you plant the word of God in your heart, they move more and more at your vocabulary. They're sent for you to use. Dispatching angelic help into Israel, but we don't want them to all leave America. Amen? We don't want to make the same mistake the government's making and not protect America, right? Oh, about them. That's a whole nother eight-hour service. <laughs> but the Bible is clear that though in the end days they'll call evil good and good evil. They say they do one thing and then do the complete other and then say what they did, which they didn't do. That's hypocrites. And in Matthew 16, Jesus is very firm saying, hypocrites will have their portion in hell where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth who say one thing and then do another. Or who do one thing 
and then say another. Those men and women are going to hell, Jesus said. Hypocrites. Moving into Hebrews. If you haven't found Hebrews yet, it rhymes with Shebrews. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Therefore, say therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. I know for me, the world sucked me back twice in my life, big time, because of an absence of this living word. No word, no spirit. No word, no truth, no God. Especially, he's saying, as the day approaches the end times, give more and more heed to the things which we've heard, the living word of God, lest we drift away. I don't want to be a drifter. How about you? I want to be focused on the sun until he returns. I want to be part of bringing them in. How about you? So focused on Jesus that he has to come in my generation and lifespan. Can I get an amen? So focused on the sun. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? In the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. God also buried witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come, say to come, of which we speak in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, bringing the Old Testament into the new again, saying, what is man that you are mindful of him, Psalm 8 says, or the son of man that you take care of him. That was the conversation going on with angels. They were talking about you and me. Or the son of man that you take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. Scratch that out because that is a false translation. The real translation is Elohim, which means God himself. Elohim. You have made him a little lower than yourself is the correct translation. You have crowned him with glory and honor. Doesn't that just make more sense? The Son, who proceeded from the Father, is right under the Father. Not angels, who were created to serve man. You have made him a little lower than yourself, and have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over, say over, over, over the works of your hands. You have put all things, say all things, in subjection under his feet. Well, where are his feet now? They're right here, under your lap. Your feet are his feet. Amen. Say all things, therefore, are subject to me, the body of Christ. What I allow to happen, happens on planet Earth. What I don't allow to happen on planet Earth, doesn't happen on planet Earth. We're the ones in jurisdiction and control, amen? Which means we should really have our lives first under control, right? Because we've been given authority over all the world, over Satan himself and all the work of his hands. I think we're gonna have to give account of quite a bit in heaven of what we allowed 
and what we didn't allow. Because Jesus himself said, I took the keys of hell and death. I took the keys from the devil's hand and gave them to you, my bride. I give you power and authority. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed or allowed by heaven. So we have heaven and the angelic army at our disposal when we speak God's word, when we bind and when we loose. Amen. Say, I loose health and healing to the state of Israel now. I loose health and healing to my body now. And I bind up sickness and disease and do not tolerate it or allow it in my life or in the lives of those I love because I'm in charge. Well, give God a hand clap. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that good news? That you have authority? He has put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. That's every missile. That's every grenade. That's every bomb. That's anything tangible. That's money. That's gold. That's silver. The only thing you don't have authority over is men. Kind of sucks God gave us free will. But we do have all authority over the evil one that uses men to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why Paul admonishes us in Ephesians 6, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against darkness, against demons of darkness who use men, who try to fill men to have their way, Satan's way on planet Earth. But praise God, we have authority over demons and over Satan and anything that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why I'm not leaving planet Earth early. How about you? That's why Paul didn't leave before his time, though they were trying to kill him. That's why Jesus didn't leave before his time when they were trying to kill him. Say, I ain't dying early. And nothing shall by any means hurt me. See, we're technically already dead, which is why we're not supposed to fear death. Because the man Jesus Christ slain us and then filled us up with himself. And now you live forever. Therefore, there's no fear of death. I think about those other religions who are under the God named Satan. They may call him something else. But he's under death. And even they kill themselves. But we live forever. It just doesn't make sense to me. They're bound for eternal damnation. And yet they leave this planet early based on their beliefs. We're bound for eternity forever. Eternal life forever. And what are we doing with our lives down here? There has to be a difference. For he who the sun sets free is made free indeed. I'm not saying die early. Because Paul the Apostle... And those Christians who believe the word of God didn't die early, Jesus included. But I am saying it's time for the body of Christ to rise up and for the army of Christ to rise up. I'm just preaching like I would to a thousand because there are about a thousand online. God has large numbers on planet Earth. He even told Paul the apostle while he was preaching in Corinth. He said, I have many people in this city 
No harm shall come near you. Keep preaching. So Paul stayed for a year and a half in that city. But God himself said to Paul, I have many people in this city. Stay and preach here. No harm will come near you. There ought to be many people in Israel. Christians. Now that the United States has tied itself to it. Amen? We're not letting that go. Say I'm anointed. God's rising me up in these final hours. To be an authoritative voice. In the world and on planet earth. And what we say goes. Hallelujah. Isn't it awesome knowing your authority? Hallelujah to God. All things under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not set see all things put under him, but we see Jesus. Because we're the ones that are supposed to put it under. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than Elohim. Not angels, correct. False translation again. Made a little lower than God himself. For the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Circle that. Taste death. That means when you die and leave your body, you shouldn't feel it. You shouldn't taste it. You shouldn't smell it. You shouldn't hear it. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. There should be no fear of death whatsoever to the Christian. You live forever. When Satan tries to put a chronic or a terminal illness on you, no, it is written. I'm going to live out the length of my days and I will not fear. I know where I'm headed. Death's not the end for the Christian. It's just the beginning. If they killed me and my family, we would be rejoicing together, holding hands on our way to heaven. Thank you, Lord, from setting, free, setting us free from these bodies. Giving us just the glimmer of time to choose you. I'm so glad I did. Hallelujah to God. What a blessing. On the other side of this life is paradise. On the other side of your flesh is paradise. So we don't fear death. And Jesus charged his disciples. He says, do, do not fear man who can only kill the body. But fear God who can destroy both soul and spirit in hell. We're to fear God more than man. Just like Daniel. My shack, your shack, and a bungalow did. Isn't that their names? Sorry. Been looking at pictures of the Bahamas lately. But we're not to fear man. We're to fear God over man every time. And then God vindicates us and exalts us as we make that quality decision, every step. Even coming here, the Lord had me cross a line. He said, will you live for me? Taking a step by faith into a new place, believing for more people, more people hearing the message. Will you die for me? Because you named your church faith and freedom. Will you keep it open when they try to close it? 
will you stand against persecution? And in doing this, I made my decision. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the next level. I'm ready. <clears throat> Even if I have to die, but I don't have to, I'm willing. Amen. Have you made that quality decision to step across that line into a new dimension of Christianity, a new dimension of life in which there's no retreat or backing up, just looking solely at him, your finish line, until he comes to get us? What a glorious Lord we serve. What a faithful Savior and Father. Never leave us or forsake us. One of the first things God does when you become a Christian is he delivers you from man. There's usually a season of separation from family and friend. He delivers you from man so that you can help man. Because until you're delivered from man and care what man thinks, you'll never serve God or care what he thinks. I post our services on my normal Facebook account which every private chef client's usually on there. 5,000 people. Stand for Christ. Standing for faith. Standing for freedom. Because if you don't stand, you'll fall for everything. Just like the government, who doesn't stand for anything. That's why they fall for everything. There's no position. There's no conviction. There's no morals. There's no word. What are they standing on? Because unless you fix yourself to something, you're going to fall for everything. What a great foundation. The Bible, the word of God that never changes. So blessed. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for making many strong Christians, backbones and pillars of the church. Thank you for the patriots we have here and online. Thank you for the elders. Thank you to those who were rooted and grounded in the love and faith. I thank you for them. Though your beginning be small, your latter end shall be great, saith the Lord. And a little one shall become a thousand. As the world gets darker and darker, and the slander of lies and deceit progresses, there will be people looking for even a remnant of truth to hear it. Just like that word I got from Uganda. I see people running up into a tree just to hear the word of God spoken. Like little Zacchaeus. Running up a tree just to hear the word. Praise God for it. I gotta get to this point. Verse 10. We're wrapping up here. My taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and whom and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory. Say to glory. glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified. Say I'm being sanctified. All the days of my life. Are all of one. For which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Say I'm Jesus' brother. It says brother. If you're a woman, you can say sister, sister. He's a good older brother nonetheless. We can all say that. 
Say, I know who I am. <laughs> Say, I know what gender I am. <laughs> I will declare your name to my brethren, he said. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him. Say destroy him. Destroy. Talking about the devil. Who had. Say had. That's past tense. Who had the power of death. That is the devil. The devil does not have death anymore. Thank God me and you have life and life forever. And release those. Say release. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The fear of death leads into addiction, depression. The fear of death is the cause and the leading fear of all other fears you'll ever have in your life. And I have good news for everyone today. Jesus Christ himself released you of that fear once and for all, forever. No fear of death. No fear of dying. What can we do with that? Shine with joy as a Christian should. Amen? Living for Christ. Living just like he did. With the oil of gladness. Every day and everywhere he went. Hallelujah to God. Release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Say, I'm the seed of Abraham. I'm a child of God. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren and sisters, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted, tested, tried, tribulated. He's the same Lord and Savior who said, be of good cheer. In this world, you will face tribulation, but I have overcome the world for you. What a blessed life in him. Aren't you blessed this morning? To be in Christ Jesus, who overcame it all for us. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed with the life of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When I say a thing and mean business, angels get to work. And they get moving on assignment. Say, I'm not a sleeping Christian. My spirit has been made awake forever in the life of God himself. Though my flesh may seem weak and tired, my spirit is renewed day by day and on fire for Christ. Thank you, Lord, for a new spirit that you placed in me the moment I received your son. Jesus, 
Jude 20 admonishes us and charges us to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping ourselves in the love of God. Say no religious wars will come near the United States of America. This is one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Because Jesus Christ lives here and in the hearts of his people. More gospel and more God, good news, God news, has come out of America than any other nation combined. And people still think in the Christian church, God's judging America. No, I don't think so. The Bible says if you judge yourself, you won't be judged either. No. God's for America. God's for his people, not against them. God's good all the time. And when the devil starts to mess him, God gets to bless him. You hold on to him, he'll take you all the way. Higher and higher, which you've never been before. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Let's all stand. Exercise something. Life to your joints in Jesus' name. Life to your heart in Jesus' name. Life to the top, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. New spring in your step. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praises for your healing power and healing anointing. We are your body. There was not one feeble person amongst their tribes. Neither was there any among them that lacked. I thank you for confirming your word with signs following. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Holy Spirit, you're here. Fall upon every person, severally as you will, with gifts in the Holy Ghost. Gifts of praying in new tongues that stirs up all other eight gifts. Gifts of prophecy. Gifts of knowledge. Gifts of wisdom. Gifts of healings. Gifts of miracles. Gifts of prophecy. The strong gift of faith which puts us under in pressure circumstances that rises up on the inside of us. I give you praises for all the gifts, all nine of them, that were created to function in the life of every believer on planet Earth until you come. I thank you for a strong, growing church, not a weak, defeated one. We give you all the glory and all the praises that for some, they're just taken off for the first time in their life. They've been set free and free indeed. They've endeavored to pray in the Holy Ghost in the quiet times and in the turbulent times. And we'll see great days of victory for the church ahead. Church ahead, saith the Lord. Thank you for your prayers, the Lord says. God can only move if we ask him. He gave us jurisdiction on planet Earth. So we ask for the Gentiles, for our inheritance, for the earth, for our possession. We give you praises for it. We ask and we receive. Bring us the lost. Bring us the lost, the dying, into the house of the living. 
Thank you, ministering spirits. I acknowledge and recognize your presence here. Thank you for protecting me my whole life. Thank you for moving the word of God in my life and moving me back to it and moving it in me. Thank you, angelic hosts. We thank you for your work. There's more work to be done. We thank you for picking it up. Thank you, Lord. We cover this nation in the blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against your people will ever be able to prosper. This is the inheritance of the saints. Bless you, Lord. There's the healing anointing. In Jesus' name, perfect health, perfect stamina. In Jesus' name, fresh step. Thank you for the top five people in our hearts and in our lives that are coming to him this year before 2024. We're not wasting time. We're taking over. We claim their salvation and bind the devil off of them. We're not wrestling with them. We're wrestling against you, Satan, and your defeated foe. We take all authority over you and bind you off the lives of our loved ones and those we're believing into the kingdom into glory this year. In Jesus' mighty name, ministering spirits, go bring them here. Go get them. Bring them into the house of love. The house of faith, the house of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glorify your name. Worship you, Lord. Bless your holy name forever. Help us practice the gifts since there's no fear in us. Perfected love casteth out all fear. Help us give someone a word in season this week. Help us approach the dying, the sick, the maimed. Boldness. Boldness for every believer. Bring as many people with us as we can. Thank you for equipping us and empowering us to do it. <coughs> Servant hearts. Thank you, Jesus. All of you, all of me. Use me mightily. Say God lives in me. And I'm God inside my That's where the kingdom's in. Kingdom's inside you, not outside. The devil's always trying to get our attention outward onto what's happening out there when there's a lot happening in there. Thank you, Jesus. We refuse to be distracted. Thank you for bringing things ahead of time into our hearts through prayer. We've already prayed. 
give you the glory. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Just talk to him. He's here. He says, come, let us reason together. What you came in needing, you should leave with. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You said you'd supply us with every need according to your riches and glory by yourself, Christ Jesus. We receive. Our cup runneth over that it can flow into the lives of others. Say, I have a overflowing cup that the Holy Ghost is filling full right now. Thank you, Jesus, for everything we need to give. Hallelujah. Everything we need to give comes in. You minister seed to the sower and bread for food. And you never forsake the righteous. Every need met. Every bill paid. Inflation goes down in Jesus' name. That was a quick turnaround. When I mentioned gas being seven, paid about $5 yesterday at Costco. It was amazing. But that was fast. It's not 89 cents yet, though, Lord. Which is what I said. Curse inflation in Jesus' name. Amen. Pop. Pop that bubble. Blessings. 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 This is a time of trying, testing, and perfecting. What needs Amen. to go has to go. Amen. What has to come has to come. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen forever. Well, we love you guys. Isn't God so good? We've got to honor God with our tithes and offerings. Thank you for everybody who gives into the ministry. Bless you into the new church. Faith and Freedom Christian Center. Hallelujah. Apparently, I forgot to register, register our new church with the state. Go figure. <laughs> Gee, wonder why I forgot that. <laughs> but I did, so. I wasn't able to open our bank account yet, Faith and Freedom. But EMM and Word at the Ranch is still good. And then I talked to the bank manager said, is there a problem depositing faith and freedom checks in my ministry? He said, no, nah, you shouldn't have a problem with it. It's a church, it's a nonprofit. you'll be good. He said, okay, can I get that recorded? <laughs> <laughs> but amen, I'm able to deposit them, and I'm believing this week everything will go through with the state as well so that we can open our new account. Amen forever. Father, we bless you with tithes, gifts, and offerings every seat. I thank you that it's an act of worship, every gift you've bestowed on us. We worship you with money. We worship you with increase. We worship you with every blessing and thank you for it. Put you in remembrance of all you've given us. Count our blessings. Thank you that we can't outgive you. Amen. Thank you that we have money to send to Israel. Amen. Send wherever we want for every good work. 
to establish ministries that are over there even. We bless you, Father. Your covenant and blood is upon your people. It's good to be one with God. Especially in these last days. If you're watching online and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, and you don't know that if you died today, you'd go to heaven, just say this with us here, out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me personally and rose again from the grave. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life now in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. And that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Doesn't matter what ethnicity you are, what race you are, where you're from, what your religious background was. God doesn't take that into consideration. He only looks at his son, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praises, Father, for a new family this week, for a new family even today online. We bless them. Thank you for prospering them. Thank you for healing them, that they're under a new covenant in you. We give you all the praises and glory for it. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, have a great week, everyone. I'm expecting gifts of the Holy Ghost next Sunday and this week. It's going to be a powerful week of prayer on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday here. And then just where you're at, I know it. I can feel it in the Holy Ghost. Things are moving forward. God's on the move. And the enemy's trying to resist all he can right now. But uh, good days are here. Amen forever. 2024, the year of the open door. Amen. All right. Anyone get something from this message? Amen. We love you. <laughs> Bless you, Douglas. In Jesus' name. If anyone ever wants prayer, just reach out. <laughs> and I'll agree. Amen. But if you need the prayer of agreement, like I have many times, to just push something through. The devil's attacking me. Just send me a text or reach out. and I'll be your number two. Amen. And we'll get the job done. The Lord is really speaking Amen. about holiness now. Holiness? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Walk holy, like Paul said, walk holy and blameless and silent. Amen. Yeah. See good days ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Have a blessed week. We'll see you Wednesday night for keto. <laughs> Steak and salmon. The raspberry balsamic vinaigrette. I don't know what's for dessert, but we're going to keep it live after our carbo load last Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Thanks, church family. We love you guys. Have a blessed week. We'll see you soon online. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.